Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, find out why it's not cheap to talk to Michael Jackson and learn about the newest service from Akihabara, plus a Hokkaido report from Amy. Stay tuned for episode 89, Playing It by Ear. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. So, you want to hear a joke? Sure. You know, a lot of people have cows as pets. For example,、yeah. Amy. Yeah, yeah, Amy loves she has、cows. many. Sure. And so we're going to kind of dedicate tonight's joke to Amy because what it is, is a way for you to know for sure if your cow has mad cow disease. <laughs> In other words, how to tell if your cow is just, you know, batshit crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. For example, if your cow insists on wearing a little bit of A1 sauce, Behind each ear as cologne. That's a sign that it, it could be crazy and have mad cow disease. Oh, I bet. Do you have another example? Uh huh. <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> Your cow takes a painting and cuts off one of its ears. Kind of like a van cow. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh huh. I understand. You know, if your cow appears on Oprah claiming to be a horse trapped in a cow's body. Wow. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah. That it might be nuts.、Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Or. Your cow joins the Hells Angels because, hey, it already has a cool leather jacket. Good point. It、yeah. does have that cool leather jacket. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, if your cow spends half the day sitting in the lotus position chanting moo backwards, could be crazy. <laughs> Om. Om. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Your cow purposely blinds itself with a dart and yells, Bullseye! Bullseye! Oh, itai! <laughs> itai, y'all! And finally, if your cow believes it could really jump over the moon, like in the nursery rhyme, if it only had a really good run at it, could be time to take him to the mental institution. Yes. There you go. Sure. How, how does that rhyme go? Hey, diddle, diddle. Yeah. The, the cat and the fiddle. The cow jumped over the moon. The little dog laughed to see such sport. And the dish ran away with a spoon. Oh, that's a tearjerker. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I, you I, cry? I cry. Oh. It's so sad. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. That's,、uh, I, think, I hope that's useful for all those people out there who have you know, cows、mm-hmm. for pets. Why don't we just go ahead and introduce ourselves? Sure. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Junko Gura. And we are here for. Episode 89. 89. Of Planet Japan. Yay. The fun never stops. I hope not. At Planet Japan. You're right. Okay. Well, we got some fun tonight. Before we have too much fun, we're going to ask our listeners、mm-hmm. to、uh, do us a really big, like a huge favor. Favor, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's what's going on The、uh, Japan Times、uh-huh. newspaper has an online edition, and they've got a survey on there. And in this survey, they're asking a question about podcasting. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So we would really appreciate it if our listeners could go over to this online questionnaire.、Uh-huh. It'll just take like a minute or two. Okay. You don't even have to do the whole survey if you don't want to.、I、you can、see. just answer the one question about podcasting. So all you have to do is go on over to www.japantimes.com 
and you'll see a small link at the very top of the page on the right-hand side that says participate in our online survey. Click on that and you're ready to go. Here's the good part. If you fill out the survey, you will have a chance to win an iPod. Oh. There's going to be a drawing. Okay. Among all the people that fill out the uh, questionnaire, they're going to give away a 30 megabyte iPod and a iPod Nano. Oh. When you click on the survey, mm-hmm. on the first page there, you're going to see a question that says, if the Japan Times Online offers podcasting, which of the following content would you be interested in receiving? Okay? Yeah. And they have a list of news summaries, English language tips, interviews, behind-the-scene reports, and then a box for others. Others. So go ahead and check whichever ones you want. But then we'd also like you to, in the other box, which, by the way, looks small, but you can put a million words in there if Uh you choose. But what we'd like our listeners to do is to indicate that they really enjoy podcasts like ours, which are, for example, humorous, Uh offbeat, maybe funny, something like that. Okay? Yeah. And then the Japan Times will get the idea that, oh, you know, people would like this kind of podcast. They might even uh, think about us. I see. You never know about these things. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's about all there is to it. You can either answer just the one question or the whole survey. Uh By the way, the Japan Times Online is a very excellent website. Yeah? Yeah. Everything you got in the print edition, Mm -hmm. you got online as well as some uh, additional stuff. Oh, good. And now they're thinking about uh, getting into the world of podcasting. I see. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much to our listeners who uh, do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll uh, win the iPods. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe I'll win the iPod. Maybe I will. The big news in the past few days here in Japan has been about uh, Abe-san, the prime minister. Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe. And the uh, stories about the comfort women. For our listeners who may not know much about it, the comfort women were those women back in World War II who were forced by the Japanese military to become sex slaves, essentially, for the Japanese soldiers. Mm -hmm. They were mostly uh, Chinese, Korean, and Japanese women. They were kidnapped many times right out of their houses, right Mm -hmm. from their families. Yes. And and were brought into the war in different places so that Japanese soldiers had what they euphemistically called recreation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a pretty horrible situation. Now the United States government is about to pass a resolution asking the Japanese government to please apologize officially for what the Japanese military did during the war. In the past, yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. So there have been a couple of uh, apologies, but not official government apologies. Right. There was one back in 1993, but it came from the um, chief cabinet secretary, and it was not approved by the Diet, Diet, the Japanese government. And then there was another one that uh, Koizumi wrote back in 2002 that he wrote to Filipina comfort women. But I guess there's never been an official apology from the Japanese government. Right. The U.S. is going to ask Japan to do that. And comfort women from all these different countries have for many, many years been asking the Japanese government to apologize and to acknowledge what they did. Mm -hmm. Now, Abe is saying that uh, there's no real proof existing that they were forced into this situation, mm-hmm. which, of course, is ridiculous. you got thousands of women that have been testifying for many years as to, as to what happened. Right. And he's trying to wiggle his way out of it by saying it wasn't really the military. It was independent contractors. In fact, he thinks it, it might have been Halliburton. He's not sure, though. So he's, he's kind of wow. pandering to the right-wingers 
who uh, have been – this has been their official line that there's no real proof and so on. Oh, I see. And uh, the opposition, though, has really been hitting hard at Abe recently uh-huh. and telling him to get his act together and he's making Japan look foolish and, and so on. Yeah. What do you think? What should Abe do? He needs a time machine. A time machine? Yeah. And how would that work exactly? And he goes back to World War Two and see what was happening himself. Oh, then he'll have the proof he needs. Yeah. To uh, to do the right thing, uh-huh. as it were. That's Don't a concept. Yeah, yeah. That, that might just work. <laughs> yeah. He will need a Doraemon. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's what's happening with Abe-san. He's really getting a lot of pressure. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he buckles under the pressure and uh, finally, unless, mm-hmm. I don't know, is he a stubborn kind of guy that, is he like George Bush who just won't admit a mistake? I don't know. But he doesn't have such a good impression or Japanese people, I think. Do you mean his uh, popularity is going down? Lower, getting lower. Really? Yeah, I think so. When he first came into office, he was pretty popular, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, but now he's he's sliding down the hill. I think so. Well, it's these kinds of things, these idiotic uh, ideas that he's got mm-hmm. that... Uh, you know, Japanese people are smarter than that. Yeah. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I saw they were interviewing Japanese people on uh, CNN today. I see. And they're all saying, like, of course he should apologize. He's making us look like fools. Yeah. Yeah. So, Abe-san, if you're listening to Planet Japan, uh, you know, get your shit together. Sure. That's our advice, our friendly advice. So I see uh, everybody's favorite uh, pedophile is in Japan. Who is it? You know, Michael, Michael Jackson. Oh. He's in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I read about it. Now, what the hell is he doing? He went shopping again. Oh, he's got some money, I guess. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. What's he shopping for? Electronics, I think. Uh, it's a big um, electronics shop in Tokyo somewhere. Uh-huh. And it was after hours, after 10 p.m., well, yeah, you can't have him shopping with the commoners. Come I on. know. <laughs> he will probably go, I want that, that, that. Uh-huh. He'll just buy out the whole shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, of course, shopping is not the main reason he came to Japan. No, it's not. What's the main reason? It's a fan appreciation event. Oh, he's here to let his fans appreciate him. Yeah. This was supposed to happen last Christmas. Right. He was going to have this big, ridiculous Christmas party, yeah. and he canceled that, uh-huh. and uh, this is uh, what they came up with instead. They came up with a Sankyu event. <laughs> Sankyu. Sankyu. San is three. Kyu mm-hmm. is nine March in Japanese, 9th. and Sankyu is how we pronounce thank you That's in Japanese. That's right, because Japanese people have trouble with the old TH. Right. Yeah. So Sankyu, three, nine, is March 9th. Mm-hmm which is this coming Friday. That's right. And that's when the big event is going to take place. And so people are paying uh, just about Mm $3,500. But for that much money, you do get a lot. You get 30 seconds, maybe even a minute of actual face-to-face time with... That scares me. ...the king of pop. That scares me. 3500 bucks. He puts it in his pocket. He's not going to sing. Yeah, no, he's not going to sing anything. No. No, he's just going to say something stupid. Yeah. And then your money's gone and you'll never see it again. What are these people thinking? I don't know, but there were fans at the airport saying, we love Michael. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> uh, they think he's God or something. They worship him. It's not natural. It's not. No. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there you go. Welcome to Japan, Michael Jackson. Now, please go home. <laughs>
Please leave us alone. Oh, yeah. Haven't you done enough? <laughs> Get the heck out of here. <laughs> don't come to Okayama. That's right. Yeah, don't come anywhere near here. Okay, goodbye, Michael. Bye. Now, speaking of Akihabara, which uh-huh. is where Michael was shopping, there's a whole new thing there going on. Every week there's something new. But this week, now, it's it's a place, it's a service, what it is. It, it's more exciting than anything else I can think of. What is it? Oh, it's just amazing. I'm just excited. Yeah. So it's called the Yamamoto Mimi Kakiten. Uh-huh. Now, what you do, if you got 2,500 yen in your pocket, it's about 20 bucks or so. Right. You go into this place, there's a hot babe. Hot babe? A hot babe. Woo-hoo! Young. <laughs> she's young and, and sexy, and she's wearing a, uh, a kimono. Uh-huh. Okay. And you come in, and she's kneeling. Now, don't get ahead of me here. <laughs> I won't. She's, she's kneeling, and you're supposed to lay down and put your head kind of on her lap. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. And then what happens next is just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. For 30 minutes, she'll clean your ears out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, huh? though? I do that to my son. And does he pay you? No, he doesn't. Oh, you do it for free? Yeah. Well, you know, every time I go to the barbershop, uh, I get a few minutes of uh, ear cleaning. <laughs> it's amazing what goes on at the barbershop. <laughs> it you is. Get, you get your shoulders massaged. Yeah, and, and exactly. Yeah. Ear cleaning is quite uh, quite enjoyable, actually. Yeah? I can see 30 minutes of it okay. for 20, 20 bucks. That's a heck of a deal. You think? Yeah. Do you have any business trip to Tokyo planned? Uh, I might have to go just for the for the, the mimi ear cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they set this up as kind of a service for the uh, otaku who hang out there. Uh huh. You know all the maid cafes right. and stuff. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an extension of that geeky kind that of kind people. of service for the geeks. Yeah. Right. But what they're finding is average salary men are enjoying it just as much as the otaku, maybe even more. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Yes. Ear cleaning hot babes. Ear cleaning the latest hot babes. Japanese service. Huh. Check it out. And it may get a world trend. It may start a trend, yeah. Pretty soon countries around the world will be adopting this new Japanese idea. Wow. Now, down there in Akibahara, they have lots of kind of offbeat services, not just ear cleaning. For example, they do have a place where you can go in and the waitresses there are dressed uh, in kimonos from the 1920s. Or another place where the women wear the uh, the cat ears. Yeah. Another place, this is interesting, another place where uh, the women there are pretending to be the men's older sisters. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. Oh, and there's the uh, the place where the women are dressed like men, just like the Takarazuka Review. Wow. Yeah. These are the kinds of fun places you can find if you go to Akihabara. Well, there you go. My ears, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of getting an urge right now to get my ears cleaned. So, Doug. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know what time it is? Could it possibly be time for Dick of the Week? Everybody's favorite part of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. We uh, got this one this week from a listener. Oh, great. Yeah, Mr. Jake Norwood. Jake, thank yeah. you. He says uh, he just wanted to say hi. He's a longtime listener and a first-time writer. Wow. <laughs> if you will. He says he loves the podcast, and he says Dick of the Week is his favorite part, along with, of course, Nihongo Agogo. Oh. Yeah. So thanks, Jake, for sending us your dick. Thank you. <laughs> Who is the dick? He found this uh, in a newspaper. Actually, he, I guess he found it on, on a website. Mm-hmm. But it came from a newspaper up in uh, Alaska, I believe. I see. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's from a person who who doesn't really care for atheists. Okay. 
people who don't believe in God. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. Jake says, I hope this person doesn't find out that I live in America. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the, the person's name is Alice Shannon, and she is our Dickette of the Week. Yay! Congratulations to Alice. <laughs> now, what about you? Are you an atheist, or do you believe in God? I do. I do what? Believe in God. Which God do you believe in? You know, Japanese pe- people believe in many different gods. Yeah. So you believe in all the gods? Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Not really. No? No. I like the kitchen gods. Kitchen gods? Yeah. Yeah. They help you help you, help you you out when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can like cut up the vegetables and stuff. It's really handy. Oh, good. Oh, sure. Does that happen here? Oh, sure, yeah. Wow. I got a kitchen god. He does all the, the vegetable cutting. Wow. Uh-huh. Now, anyway, this is the letter in the newspaper from Alice, okay. who doesn't, uh, who apparently doesn't really relate to atheists too much. Okay. <laughs> Here's what Alice says: It's time to stomp out atheists in America. Hmm. Stomp them out. There you go. Hmm. Pretty strong statement. Yes. The majority of Americans would love to see atheists kicked out of America. Wow. If you don't believe in God, then get out of this country. Kind of love it or leave it. If you don't believe in God, get the heck out. And. <laughs> What? She continues. The United States is based on having freedom of religion, which means you can believe in God any way you want. For example, you can be a Baptist, a Catholic, or a Methodist. Mm-hmm. But you got to believe in something, she says. Wow. You have to believe in something or get the heck out. But, you know, we do have freedom of religion. You can choose which religion you want to believe in, she says. That's her whole thesis. Wow. Yeah. I think she was reading a different constitution than I was. Okay. She says, um, I don't recall freedom of religion meaning no religion. She doesn't recall that. But that's precisely what it does mean. It means not only freedom of religion, but freedom from religion. Right. You have the freedom to believe or not to believe. Our currency even says, in God we trust. So, to all the atheists in America, get out of our country, she says. Wow, that's strong. Alice. Alice needs to take a chill pill. Yeah. Yeah, relax. Smoke a joint, perhaps. Something to calm her down. I think so. And she finishes up by saying, Atheists have caused the ruin of this great nation by taking prayer out of our schools and being able to practice what can only be called evil. (gasps) She says, I don't care if they have never committed a crime. Atheists are the reason crime is rampant. Wow. So even though they, they don't really commit crimes, she acknowledges that, they're the reason other people commit crimes. (laughs) Well, <sighs> Alice, thanks for cheering us up with your cheerful note. Yeah, that's her idea. Yeah, you know, recently um, there has been some talk that atheists are kind of the is kind of the minority group in America that's that's really getting uh, a lot of uh, abuse these days, and hmm. people seem to think it's acceptable. Hmm. The same people that would be tolerant of uh, other minorities or women or gays or whatever, they'll turn around and discriminate against atheists or say, you know, terrible things about atheists. It's oh. kind of the last. Uh, minority group that seems to be acceptable to to kind of hate them. I see. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> hmm. And George Bush is not helping uh, with his uh, his brand of preaching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Impeach him. That's what I say. Well, there you go. That's this week. Dickette of the week. Alice Shannon. Alice Shannon. Yeah. Congratulations. And thanks to Jake for alerting us. Yes. To Alice. Yeah. Alice will receive a nice prize for being Dick of the Week. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, um, a few weeks ago, we alerted our, our listeners to a, a really wacky, crazy video 
on the internet. Uh-huh. You remember the uh, the naked Japanese women? Yeah. Who, they they're trying to see how many they could stuff into the mm-hmm. phone booth. That was a pretty wacky video. Oh yes, it was. E- educational too. Yeah. Yeah. I have found an equally amusing video, but there's no nudity. However, no nudity. No nudity That's because sad. nudity is should not be allowed anywhere, really. No. I don't think so. So this week I found this very amusing little video over at uh, TokyoTimes.org. Mm-hmm. Great blog, by the way. They um, this is a, a Japanese video apparently made for Japanese who are visiting abroad and yeah. might find themselves the victim of a mugging or an attack of some kind. I see. So they're very uh, helpfully teaching English phrases uh-huh. that you can use in uh, in in case this happens to you. I see. And not only do you get to learn English, but you get a good workout because you're exercising at the same time. What? <laughs> you kind of have to see it to believe it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they teach you very useful phrases. For example, take anything you want. Or, for example, spare me my life. Spare me my life. Very useful. Yeah. Yeah. I was robbed by two men. I was robbed by two <laughs> men. There you go. And and you do it to kind of a rhythmic... Uh, Exercise routine. Uh-huh. I think we should play just a little bit of it to give the listeners a little bit of flavor. Sure. And then I'll put a link on the uh, in the show notes and people can yeah. check out the video for themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. So the first one is take anything you want. Here we go. Take anything you want. Take anything you want. <laughs> take anything you want. There you go. Okay, and then here's the second one, maybe even more important than the first one. Spare me my life. 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 There you go. Spare me my life. Yeah. Whatever you do, spare me my life. And they're doing a very uh, unusual exercise routine. <laughs> unusual. Yeah. Now, the other interesting thing about this video is the foreigner who's uh, attacking her doesn't quite grasp the concept of how to put on a mask. I know. And the reason for putting on a mask. It's on backwards, for crying out loud. Well, you know, <laughs> that's how Japanese dorobo, yeah. uh, robbers, uh-huh. look like. Really? They yeah. just put it under their nose? and Yeah, you, yeah. But it doesn't cover exactly. that much of the idea is to face to you know. you know not let people know who you are. I know <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's quite amusing, actually. Yeah, yeah it check is. it out. It's for it's it's very funny. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Okay, you know um, it could only mean one thing. Now that we've finished that, it must be time for Nihongo a go go. Yay! Yay! This is the part of the show where we teach a little bit of Japanese to people that uh, we hope will be useful for them. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to talk about feelings. 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 So, for example, I'm going to I'm going to say the English, and you'll be kind enough to teach us and, the Japanese. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Feelings. For example, I'm happy. Ureshi. One more time slowly. Ureshi. I'm sad. Kanashi. I'm angry. Okotteru. Oh, that's good. <laughs> One more time. Okotteru. And last, I'm horny. We don't translate that, I don't think. Oh, there must be something close to it. Shitaino. Shitaino. There you go. Yeah. Shitaino. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm horny. <laughs> okay. I think so. Probably. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope so. The, some, the person will get the message if you say that. Yeah. You yeah. think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, there, there you go. Those are the four <laughs> basic feelings that everybody has. You know, happy, sad, angry, and horny. Yeah. That's all you really need to know. Okay. I think. Feelings. Yeah. Feelings. <laughs> you know, we're coming close to the end of the show. Uh-huh. And so that means it's time to check in with Amy, who's up there in Hokkaido. Right. She's got the Hokkaido report, and I believe she even has a cow tail for us today. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So take it away, Amy. Hello, and welcome to the Hokkaido report. As you may know, I'm spending the winter in Hokkaido, land of the cows, and I'm reporting on what's happening up here. It's a different part of Japan, Hokkaido is, and uh, it's really different in every way. And one thing that goes on quite a bit in the wintertime here is snow festivals. The most famous snow festival is, of course, the Sapporo Snow Festival. Over two million people each year attend that festival, but there are other snow festivals around Hokkaido as well. Seems to be one of the main activities here, actually. I had the opportunity to go to the Chitose Lake Shikotsu Ice Festival. Now, this was an ice festival, not a snow festival, whereas in the Sapporo Snow Festival, they all make sculptures out of the snow. This was an ice festival in which they made things out of ice. And it actually is manufactured ice. What they do is um, to make the buildings, for example, they would make a frame and then they would spray water over the frame and it would then freeze in layers. And slowly, over about a month or two months, they would build an ice structure. And so at this ice festival, which I will call the Lake Shikotsu Ice Festival for short, they had igloos and slides, ice slides for children. And these things, which I don't know what they are, I just call them ice blobs because they just look like tall blobs of ice. The festival goes on for three weeks and it's on the banks of the lake. And Lake Shikotsu is a caldera. It's about 43 kilometers all the way around it if you were to drive. I was very happy to see that ice festival. It's the first ice or snow festival I had ever been to. And then they had fireworks and lastly, they brought in some people who gave us an ice concert. These musicians were from Norway, and they played instruments that were made out of ice. It was pretty cool. If you would like to read my Japan Times article about the Shikotsu Ice Festival, please go to either my blog at dailymu.blogspot.com that's four O's in Moo. Or you can read it at the Japan Times online at japantimes.com. And I have a cow tale for you this week. This was sent to me by Greer in Florida. Thank you very much, Greer. And he alerted me to true bovine love. Love between a human and a bovine. And as a matter of fact, two humans were fighting over the same bovine. Don't know if it was a love triangle or what, but here goes the story. Apparently, there were two farmers in Malaysia who were fighting over the custody of a cow. cow was three years old, and each farmer claimed that it was his cow. The cow was worth about $570. So, in order to settle the dispute on the custody of the cow, they took a DNA sample. 
and matched that DNA sample with the rest of the herd that both farmers had. And interestingly enough, the DNA test was $914, even though the cow was only worth $570. But bovine love is obviously worth much more than that. Thank you for that very nice story, Greer. That's it for this week's Hokkaido Report. See you next week. Okay, thanks, Amy. You know, Amy's going to be back here in... uh, Next month. Two or three weeks, yeah. She'll be right back here at the Planet Japan microphone. And as soon as she gets back, I'm leaving for a couple of weeks. Oh. I'm going to go to America. Oh. Haven't been home for a number of years, and I'm excited about that. Good. So uh, I believe Amy and her friend Paul Uh will do a couple of uh, shows. Oh, that's good. And then uh, I'll come back, and Amy and Doug will be reunited at that point. Oh, that's happy. Oh, it'll be a happy occasion. Oh, sure. There you go. Okay, just want to say thanks to everyone for listening once again. We had a great time. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Please send your emails to planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. And, of course, check out our website at planetjapan.org. Or you can check out our show notes by either following the link on the website or go directly to planetjapanpodcast.blogspot.com. And we'll close out the show tonight with the third song in our David Ippolito trilogy. It's called Where That Money Go. Okay, thanks, Junko. Good show. Thank you, Doug. We'll see you again next time. Okay. Everyone have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, 20,000 hardworking folks lost everything they had to Enron and crooks like Kenneth Lay. Well, Kenny boy walked with 32 mils, so he didn't hurt that bad. Thanks to George and his friends at the DOJ. Well, now the SEC looked into things. I guess they were looking deep, because they wound up arresting Martha Stewart. Now we all can sleep. Where is the honesty? Where's the integrity? Where's the love? Where did that money go? Our corporate accountability remains a fallacy. Where's the love and where did that money go? Well, the blood and the tears and the love and the prayers float in from all around. The time the devil flew right down Broadway. But then the money started pouring in from everywhere Because it seemed this town Became the whole world's injured child that day And anybody that was standing near a microphone said We'll make it better fast But three years later I look around me And I just gotta ask Where is the sympathy? Where is the empathy? Where's the love? Go. Oh, after that calamity, I thought we'd found humanity. But where's the love? And where'd that money go?
century's first White House race The choices weren't great Between Cardboard Al and the first George Bush's son But then thanks to scads of hanging chads Down in the Sunshine State At the end Nobody knew who won Well the Supreme Court had to coronate A president But please Everybody listening to this song right now Did better on their SATs I said, where is our common sense? Lord, I miss intelligence Where's the loan? And where'd that money go? Thank you. 